0: On this episode of Quantum Week, September 15th through 21st, 1985. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year, and we talk about movies and music and headlines and stories, and we are continuing through September 1985 with Pee-wee's Big Adventure
1: and Take On Me by Aha. That's right. We do have a programming note here right off the top. Okay. So we were supposed to do the Cocoon for tomorrow's show, which is the Patreon show. Right. Okay. Cocoon is, like, nearly impossible to find. It's ridiculous. It, it was available on my Xfinity but literally nowhere else in fact they've even written articles about how hard this is to find yeah and so matt and i like eh, i mean is it, if like if we have a hard time like no like I'm, I'm guessing no i guess they don't even make the blu-ray it's even hard to find dvd copies like physical media you have to like buy a used copy or else it's really hard to find and just like who if no one's seen this movie is it gonna be that much fun to talk about yeah oh, i'd probably love not. to talk about it, yeah, it as a kid like, yeah i was actually excited to walk like i haven't seen it in a long time no shock there because it's not available <laughs> But like, oh, it's be kind of fun to do. Absolutely. Um, but it's just not really available. So we've made a quick audible on that. Um, we're going to do Teen Wolf instead. Yeah. Um, which I think, I'm guessing people would probably be happier with. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. If you're bummed out about Cocoon whatever, I, I don't know. I mean... I would love to revisit it. Like I'm not against doing a cocoon episode at all one day.
0: No, I'd love to do it. So hopefully, um, hopefully. Really we'll... on
1: Howard, there's a lot of like, things about it. I'd be really interested in diving into. Yeah. But, and agreed. plus I haven't seen it for everybody. I, no, I haven't seen it everybody. Nobody ever. has either. Yeah. Uh, so it will be, uh, tomorrow's Patreon show will be, uh, Teen, Teen Wolf. And a Phil Collins. Uh, lose my number. Yes. Yeah. Or um, don't lose my number. And then we have some patrons to thank too, right? Yep. That's right. Uh,
0: thanks to our patrons, Kevin M, Joseph T, Eric uh, K, and Nick
1: C. All right. Thank you guys very much. Thank you very much. And uh, let's talk movie poll. So this is, uh, this is actually a, a big success. I'm super excited about this now. Um, so now. I was before, but now like we had a lot of interaction. People was, were taping this Wednesday. We had a lot of interaction of uh, people Wednesday morning, and the poll was locked up before like 11 a.m. We had enough nominations to do the poll. So that's, that's awesome. So after you got up, yeah, it was already done. I sucked in a little bit. That's okay. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so you're hearing this on Saturday which means you're going to have a play-in game to vote on today. Uh, we're going to have it be it's uh, Super Troopers versus a movie called Santa with Muscles. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Gold Hogan. Uh, someone wanted us to cover it, I guess. So uh, you pick uh, between those two movies, and then the winner will uh, move on to the actual tournament. To
0: so the Sweet 16? Yes, Yep.
1: which will start on Monday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of next week, we are going to have um, polls each day. Yep. Uh, with those movies so by
0: thursday we'll know what the the choices the, the final four okay cool yeah
1: and then we'll have that that final four poll the following week right but yeah so if you're hearing this uh in a couple hours or really whenever i get up saturday morning uh <laughs> i will then i have tennis so i'll get up early yeah uh but i will put a poll out to do uh to vote on uh santa with muscles or super true <laughs> okay wonder things, what's gonna go through. it there insane no 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 uh but yeah so that's been exciting uh, this movie poll is a lot of fun um so that, that's that's a blast so yeah very happy with that then uh, we want to talk about two tours. Yes. So we have, we have two tours back with us uh, again uh, this week. Um, two tours, CBD product. We talked about them uh, on Wednesday. Yep, veteran-owned uh, company. Veteran-owned operated. Yep. They're a Pick Tennessee product, um, and they're homegrown by uh, Heroes Certified. What I mean by that is these are two guys that uh, both served yeah. uh, overseas overseas uh in the military and they came back and they started this company um in Tennessee uh to uh they when we have C B D oils there's a salve there's even some sugars um I seen the sugars well. I've been using the salve yeah, yeah. He, Matt has a salve I have the oil they also sell the sugar um and I want to talk a little about the the droplets I use the yeah, C B D oil yeah, yeah, so yeah. I have insomnia yeah I've had insomnia my entire life honestly um even when I was a kid I had Insomnia. I my parents are night owls, so it's hard to tell like when the insomnia kind of began and where just like my hours ended. Like, you know, my natural hours ended. Cause I, I'm the kind of guy that always goes to bed late and always kinda sleeps late. Like that's always been kind of my thing. Sure. I like staying up late. I really like it. So now as an adult, I I usually go to bed between one and two and I get up around seven. Yeah. And I like that. That works really well for me. I enjoy it. But if you're listening and you're like me and you're an insomniac insomniac, you know like when that clock hits one forty-five, two fifteen. And you're not even tired. It starts to get that's like a panic. Kind of depressing, honestly. Uh, it's a little bit of a panic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Do you have insomnia? No? I've had it in my life. Yeah. And, and
0: that's where, yeah, you get to a past a certain point. It's, it's particularly if you know you have to get up in the morning, I would get thing. I would get start to get depressed.
1: It's like almost like a like a door closing on yep. your and on your day the next day, because you're like, fuck, I'm gonna only have X amount of hours right. and they're shrinking literally by the like minute, and you're like, fuck, what do I, what do I do to help me get to sleep? And so I was having one of those nights. Um in fact, it was a night uh, we watched Rick and Morty. I watched Rick and Morty. Yes. So I watched this fucking shit hole Awesome
0: cartoon. Awesome
1: cartoon. This awful cartoon. This
0: amazing cartoon.
1: Is trash. I did not laugh brilliant once brilliant cartoon. I hated this thing. It was not and there are great cartoons. You're not bad. You've uh, not, no, 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 no. You don't like any cartoons. Name one cartoon that you like. Uh, so I so you can remember that. Here are cartoons that are better than Rick and Morty. None. Bob's burger. No much funnier. No uh simpsons early simpsons is great seasons Sorry, three, yeah, three it's nine, pretty, it's pretty good conan like the monorail those, that's just good. Yeah, it's pretty that, good those are just great they're good i'm not a huge fan of it but if someone said their favorite cartoon is bojack horseman that's a really good one i think i get it like it's not for me but i get it rick, a, and really craft- rick and morty is better rick and morty's no i did not laugh once
0: that's you're a, you're I, a nutbag it was so annoying it was so you're, stupid
1: the jokes were a awful. nutbag.
0: you're a nutbag that doesn't
1: make no bag that's yeah, so stupid. yeah you're a, just a bag lame. of nuts anyone who say that is someone who like rick and morty uh so i was all angry watching this shitty the shitty cartoon and I'm like, I'm having a hard time. Angry. I'm, I was, I was angry. I was, really literally angry by end it's of ridiculous. it. ridiculous. Watching this garbage. 22 minutes of shit. It's fucking awesome. And, uh, I was, I was annoyed. And, uh, I ended up, uh, I was playing a baseball simulator for a while. I'm still kind of like, still kind of amped up and watching this garbage. And I, I, I really, I was like, starting to get late. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, I'll try the CBD oil. Like, I know I have to tell the personal yep. story anyway. So I'm like, I'm going to try it. So, uh, it, have, it actually comes in a bottle, has a nice droplet. So I take it and the droplet thing under my tongue. And, uh, Half hour later, I'm asleep. You're out. Like, I, like 10, 15 minutes in, I started to get that drowsy yeah, get feeling, a which a little, any insomniac knows once it's late is like, that's the greatest feeling. You're like, your eyes are getting a little heavy. You're like, all right, I'm, yeah. I'm slowing down. Like, it's just like, uh, I'm you get like almost a warm feeling in your stomach, and you're like, all right, good. And it felt really, na- like, it didn't feel weird. Like, I wasn't. No, you didn't feel drugged out. It wasn't like weird. I was just you know, yeah. like, like yep. you know, crazy. The Cocoa Puffs guy <laughs> running around, or, you know, there were no crazy like, hallucinations. It was like, oh, this just feels kind of good. So, uh i used that worked out really well uh i went to sleep it's nice to, ha- to know i have that in my back pocket now. yep so um if you want uh if you have insomnia or if you're all busted up like matt matt talked about his broken wrists and he did help with that go to twotours.com that's the uh, saying it to tours.com it's 10 T-W-O. yep. percent off and free shipping if you use our promo code and that's qw qw that's it qw do so- it help the show get Get free shipping, get 10% off. 10% off free shipping. QW, it's two tours.com. Uh, we came home together, we grow together. Perfect. Pee Wee?
0: The first time that Elfman does a score, and the first time that Burton does a film.
1: Yes, and it's Pee-wee's Big Adventure.
0: Yeah, it's Pee-wee's Big Adventure.
1: Do you like this movie? Um, I like it. So you're a hypocrite, and you're, you're a fucking hypocrite.
0: Why am I a hypocrite?
1: Because Pee-wee acts the entire time like a child. No, no, no. And this is, the, this, is,
0: I, this is the discussion that we're going to get into in a That's few minutes. Before, but before we do it, you want to start right there?
1: We can go wherever you want. Let's
0: fucking start right there, bitch. You're going to come,
1: <laughs> you come at me? You're at me me that you're a hypocrite.
0: <laughs> I'm not a hypocrite. There's a difference Pee-wee is authentic. You believe so I'm him. So comparing you no. to Billy Madison. yeah. Ex- oh, yeah, sorry. Let's, let's. yeah, this is the issue. So Billy Madison, he does, like, Sad- Sandler is so bad at acting at this time in his life. You do not believe anything he does. When he acts drunk, that doesn't look like drunk. When he acts like a child, he, he just, he, he seems like an adult acting like a child. Pee-wee does not. Pee-wee is super authentic. Like, look in his face. Look in his eyes. Look at his gestures, his mannerisms. He's like... He is a very special entertainer where he's he, I can't think of another person who could act like a child as an adult where I'd be like, that's
1: believable and that's okay. So this is the only time I made it works for you then. Who who so was, we run into this again though? No, I just don't want you to No, but I was trying to I don't know. I was
0: I was thinking trying to think about it earlier. Is there anybody else that does it that's okay? And I, I couldn't think of it. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I just couldn't think so of So you one. like this movie? Yeah. I mean it's not my favorite movie, but I I think it's compelling and interesting. And I think he is quite good.
1: Like, Ruins is quite. I like good. this would be a lot. Oh, you do good. Yeah, I think uh, it's good. I, I'm going to give it a B plus. No, I well, I mean B for me, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> the B is
0: good. What's it is good. It is
1: good. It is good. It's fine. It's
0: fine. You're, you're at, I give. I give Pulp Fiction an A. Like I can't give this a B B+. your grading system is really weird. It's really fucked up. This is a really good movie. Maybe we should go to the Cheers grading system where 50 is uh, an average movie. Average television. Maybe that would be better. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, this is this is a very. Uh, Interesting. He's it's so wildly wild. creative movie. Exactly. Um,
0: creative, weird, interesting movie.
1: And it's a rare movie too where it actually kind of gets smarter as it goes along. Um, because it's having all of these callbacks, but it's also showing Pee Wee more and more in. He doesn't necessarily mature along the way, no. but the characters he meets do. So yes. think about it. We start with like Francis, who's like this this boy who. Yeah, suffers from the same. Yes, maybe disability. Pee wee has like, right. this weird childlike thing. I yes. don't really understand what that is. Uh, and then he, you know, but you know, he eventually meets like an ex con. He meets Simone, who yep. Simone is like a real human being. She is like she is a real human being who has thoughts and dreams and fears. And you know, so to see Pee wee meet these other people along the way, and to see that contrast of this ridiculous character. With people who are becoming more and more serious and less yep. and less cartoony right. is so brilliant and so subtle and they never really reference it. And by the end of the movie, they do reference it in a very backhanded way. What I by say? showing a movie, the Pee oh, Wee yeah. movie, which is what would happen if Pee-Wee was like a real adult. Exactly. And it would just be this like weirdly boring static <laughs> <Yes>. movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the funniest things of all time is it also, I'll probably write up the update with anything, is when Paul Rubens, I guess, is playing peewee playing an actor playing the bellhop yes and he's pretending he can't act and then his voice yes. and his voice gets d- dubbed yes
0: i know Paging Paging mr herman <laughs> right
1: like that and whole, he's like walking he does walking on screen he's then, looking
0: at the camera yeah he's
1: mouthing the lines <laughs> yes, the other is. it is so great <laughs> that's and, a good one and um and peewee <laughs> is so happy watching himself in the screen he doesn't even care his lines were dubbed it, it's that whole it's like what a great way to end this is, ridiculous yeah. movie um but that, that I really do. Believe does get much smarter as it goes along, which yeah. is a huge credit. It usually goes the other way.
0: Yeah, and that's what this movie is all about. It's it's like an excuse for him to meet different types of people all the way through the film.
1: Yes, to see Pee-wee in... Because Pee-wee's never... Oh, except for Francis, Pee-wee never interacts with anybody that's like him again. No. Even Dottie's older. Yeah, Dottie's a regular person. Dottie's <laughs> Pretty a human much, being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She's not... She's a, a regular person. Yeah. In fact, it's kind of sad how Pee-wee treats her in I a mean, way. Yeah, it is. Because she wants to like I love this she, person. Right. I guess and they're even like have sex with this person. that's odd. odd. Yeah, but, uh, but she does. She says I'm heating up. Like she wants to, she wants to fuck Peewee she, she and, wants. but yet like Peewee has no interest in sleeping with her at all.
0: It does an attractive woman. I don't know if you've seen pictures after Peewee Herman. Well, she's but, had quite a
1: career. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Daly. Uh, she went on to uh, be Tommy pickles in the Rugrats. Yeah. She's, a, uh, she's also actor. in a ba- uh, voice actor. She's also is in babe Two, pig in the city. I don't remember that. Uh, Cause the original babe uh, was in Ireland. Uh, Christine Kavanaugh The voice actress, Was Oh um, oh, Sorry Was uh, She got in a salary dispute Oh And then um, uh, Elizabeth Daly took over Elizabeth Daly was also a singer Yeah Uh, She had some like Mild hits in the 80s She was on the Scarface soundtrack She was on the uh, Breakfast Club soundtrack uh, and she was, she said, it's very awkward. She was dating, rumored to be dating Paul Rubens when this was movie was happening. Really, which I thought I,
0: Paul Rubens was a gay man. I, I
1: think he's bi. Yeah, like, but he's never, he's been kind of close to the best about that. Yeah, uh, he has had girlfriends. Some of them have been like kind of like a, it sounds like they were kind of fake, but they also might have been just for publicity reasons. There was rumors that these two were dating. I don't know how stupid they were. She did date another actor who was on a TV show in the '80s, and he, uh, this is a crazy story. He was, um, he, they, they were, had it. They, they had a hard time loading in blanks on a gun. And mm. they were doing a shootout. It was a, it was a one season, sh- it only lasted one season. Right. And it was just kind of like a lame action TV show in the 80s, early 80s. And they had a problem with the blanks on one of the guns. So the gun that this young actor had, he was bored and he was kind of goofing around with the other people in the cast. He's a very young guy. Yeah. And he was playing Russian roulette with the blanks. Come on. And he put the gun to his temple and pulled the trigger. But... A blank doesn't mean it's nothing. No, there's still there's, there's gun little, powder in there. There's a little and it's like a paper type thing, I guess, that, that is in there. Uh some sort of thing that's in there that if you are shooting at close range, it can yeah, hurt it you. Yeah, it can hurt you, yeah. But you put it to your temple, what happened was the it wasn't a bullet to him, but it, it broke his bones in his skull Jesus, Christ. and the skull bones went into his brain and caused a hemorrhage. He died six days later. God damn it. And they it. had to replace him on the, on the cast of the show and she was dating him when that happened. Uh. And this was before Pee Wee. And so she think about this wild woman's woman. She's been on soundtrack. She's a very famous voice actress. She's had some like sad holiday, ho- Hollywood tragedy. She's in this cult. Well, yes. not even, this isn't even a cult class. This is just a flat out classic at yeah. this point. Very strange career for someone that People I don't know by name. No,
0: no, I I couldn't remember her name until I. And she still saw
1: sings, it. and she, it looks, yeah. like she it looks like she she's had some work
0: done. Maybe she's oh probably now. Yeah, she looks, yeah, yeah, because looks, she's sixty at this yeah. point. or something.
1: but even like twenty years ago, she did. She looks drastically different than she does in Pee Wee. Even like the early two thousands. Does she? She's on like album covers, and you're like, wait, hmm. what? This is. Yeah, I, mean, I think she's pretty in Pee
0: Wee. She is pretty. Like
1: they almost like they almost like dress her down. That's what
0: I'm saying. They like frump her out. Like she's in wearing big clothes, think yes. that's more of a sign of the time too. Which, yes. But she, you know. But later, yeah, you see her in like they regular ordered, clothes they later. They wanted to like kind uh, of a tomboy yeah.
1: bike shop character. Right. But she's very pretty. She's Yeah, she's and pretty. And Pee-wee has no interest. None. Because no. I not mean, Pee-wee has interest in like, it's Pee-wee's just childlike. He's
0: just childlike. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, I, I, I don't know if anybody else who can pull like, that He loves off. his bike. He doesn't love people. Right. Like, he's yeah. enthusiastic about making breakfast.
1: He's faces. not going to eat.
0: <laughs> that's, that's good. They're going to talk to him. But he doesn't eat it though. Like that he, whole scene is really funky. It's wild. That's beginning scene. Like there's no dialogue because it's nope. just him and he's making little. You know he he grunts and stuff and just like ah, ah, right ah. yeah. And uh, pank. You know it's just like this. This is weird. He be. I, I don't know. All
1: for, And he all lives by he
0: lives for by himself. He goes by himself. He's himself. kind of an adult. I don't. I don't. He know. doesn't have a job. It is a wild thing. Imagine coming because so I know that. Uh, you know he came up with this character and his improv troupe. I know he workshopped it with Phil Hartman a bit, who also wrote, you know, part, uh, was one of the writers on this yep. film, Phil Hartman. I love me some, uh, Phil
1: Hartman. maybe the best SNL I, cast I, member I, ever. Yeah. Phil I, Hartman is absolutely yeah. genius. The day,
0: I mean, I was pretty young. I was still, wa- I was watching Saturday night live every week when he died. And I was like, this is fucking, but he'd been off the show for a while. I know while he'd been point. off the show, but I mean, still, news but, radio. But, he was on the like, radio and the cast. Exactly. He was yeah. still, oh, it was you know, yeah. dad. he's
1: devastating. Yeah. He's one of the, I think he is the best, SNL cast member ever. Yeah, he Um, he
0: might be. He's he's fucking amazing. But anyway, I know they were workshopping this. Well,
1: they they had a show on HBO. But
0: yes, which I never saw. I figured you would know more about this. I never saw it was
1: the eighty ones. Was before I was really knew what was going on. Uh, But him and Phil Hartman kind of created this character, and then. Paul Rubens uh, was just so great at it. I mean, and, and but by the time Pee Wee's Big Adventure happens, he had four or five, six years to create. Exactly. So by then, he is like a fully crafted thing. That's
0: why he's so good and he's authentic so good. in this. I mean, whereas, he's incredible. Where, whereas Sandler, he's, you know, it, maybe it was one of his characters or whatever, but he just kind of did it. It looks like he did it right off the cuff. Where this isn't, this is some Pee Wee Herm, uh, Paul Rubens, as you know, was this character outside forever. Like he never did any media. As Paul Rubens. He only did it as as, you know, in, in mean, public. He, he was always as, Pee-wee. He hosted
1: Saturday alive Live. As Pee-wee. As Pee-wee.
0: Or the, uh, did, what did he do in 91 after the, the, did he do like the music awards or Video something? Music awards. Or, yeah, he, he was Pee-wee. Yes. I mean, that's who he was. So of course he, he developed it so well. But imagine like workshopping this with Phil Hartman and thinking to yourself, what's my backstory? Like, what, how do you define, define me?
1: I'm an adult. Kid. Like, how do you, what box is this in? What is he? It is interesting. So he's credited in this movie as Pee-wee Herman that's what i forgot um which is weird i get the top credits think at the the back end i think that might be paul rubens but in the top i know it it is pb herman um which is odd uh right so like they treat him as like you're supposed to know who they never explain why he's like this no you just kind of wake up with him yeah but you never really explain why he's like this and you know is that a is that a problem for the film i don't i don't know i think if you spent I think, I think they did the right thing. They wanted to make this an 90 minute movie. They wanted to make it fun. And yeah. like it, it is for kids, but it also is incredibly enjoyable for adults to watch. Yeah. Um, and I think that is like, if we spend time exploring this, there's so like the fact that someone would behave like this is so bizarre. And, <laughs> it's bizarre and strange. Like that would take half the movie just to unwrap that. It would to explain away why he has his origin story would be a long and involved thing. It's almost kind of more interesting Maybe it's lazy too, but it, to, to have him just kind of... I don't think it's lazy at you all. Know, I think it's just, this is the reality. This is our reality right here. Just, you know, go with it. But the problem there then is that that's his reality, but then he's interacting with other people who, have, who are normal. It's very weird because the world that he's in is pretty
0: real. Yes. But he, you know, it, at, once you get outside his house, basically. But it, yeah, it's pretty real. Right. I mean, some weird other stuff happens. Other than Francis. Other than Francis. Weird stuff happens like, you know, bike does, you know, jumps over houses and shit. some, ah, some yeah, but, that, but, that, it's, still, but it's, still, it's still, it's still realistic. Right. It's yeah. still a real, which is not, real type it, world. Yeah. So you definitely have a pull there between him acting.
1: As, uh, but, and pe- and people just accept it. Like but people in the ex- film accept it. If you, right. Yes. Everyone just kind of accept him. Yeah. Uh, if you explain it away, then is it still funny? And it pro- maybe not. Maybe not. I find
0: that hopeful that they accept him. Like this world accepts this type of person. This like, exuberant, he has child-like. he's got a lot of friends. People care about him. Yes. Yeah. I, I find it hopeful. And the show too. Afterwards, I used to watch the show as a kid, as a kid too. He was, a, I felt like that, like two role models kind of are Pee Wee Herman and Mr. Rogers. Totally very, very different. Like Mr. Rogers, very gentle, kind, yes. you know, soft adult where you Pee Wee Herman, like moral, but very playful, exuberant, real, you know, we'll throw tantrums sometimes too, but real like, Exuberant child, I I liked.
1: I liked having those as role models. I never liked Mister Rogers. You didn't. I really liked Peewee's Adventure. I mean, Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, me too. Um, so I will watch Peewee constantly. Mister Rogers was like it was just too, too I, dull. It was just it was just and the puppet stuff. It just I just didn't didn't buy it. Yeah, it just felt. I mean, no, I guess I but I bought he's just a, such
0: a sweet man. Like it's I get yeah. It was yeah. just
1: always kind of bored me. I was yeah. never really into that. Um, I guess I was. Like I said I will. I would probably say more like David Letterman and Peewee were my.
0: Yeah, so I wouldn't have, I mean, yeah. not as a young kid. Right. I, yeah.
1: I, I I mean, this. I grew up weird. I get it. But uh, yeah, I mean, right. Right. But, that's, that's, but as a
0: seven, eight-year-old, right, for me. For, yeah. Right. And for yeah. me,
1: it was Letterman, Letterman. and Pee Wee. Yeah. Um, we're like the two guys. I was like, oh, wow, I kind of really enjoy it. Like, yeah. I want to be in the I love this world. I love what they're, what they're doing here. Um, Pee Wee, uh, that energy and that consistency in the character, it never, it didn't really change that much between Big Adventure and nope. Playhouse.
0: it doesn't. No, it's, it, you're him. Which is amazing because you have like a good six or seven year run where he's kind of a part of your. He was part yes. of my childhood. Uh, same here, and you know he's in all these different things. He was in um, the second B. Batman
1: movie. Too. Well, that, that's after was that after? That, yes, that was So a, then he was Paul. I mean, it's Paul Ruben oh, Paul Reubens. Uh. Because the shit, right, Every, right, right, Everything right. kind of clashed on him in 91. 91. and that's when of course same as you got caught masturbating in a you know, movie theater, adult theater, adult theater. Right. I mean, what are people doing in there? I mean, they're fucking. It's an right. adult theater. They're and, fucking beaten off. Yes. Uh, strange that he would choose to go the whole thing's very odd it is odd and he does have and it came out you know a few years later he had some odd sexual art in his house
0: yeah so he was accused of having um child pornography, child pornography but that was they they threw that out it But was that,
1: more jeffrey jones who i think had some stuff and then yeah. Wee kind of got caught in this like hollywood circle of people yep. who, sh- who traded art right was jeffrey jones as the principal in ferris bueller's day off Sounds yeah. like he did have some really weird stuff in his house. Yeah. But I guess him and Pee Wee and some other actors had exchanged, just, you know, Hollywood Circle's big money. They kind of right. exchanged some art back and forth. It sounds like Pee Wee didn't have child pornography, but they have some very odd sexual art in his house. Yeah. He obviously has some sort of weird. Yeah. Mustang is bad. Am I no. Mustang is good. He has some weird sex stuff in his house. He has some weird connection with, uh, untraditional connection with sex. I think we can at least say that. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, you know, whatever that is, but that definitely, obviously it did have a real backlash in his career. Had a
0: huge backlash. In a, unfairly had a, had I a huge agree. backlash. Uh, so
1: 91 that happens and he really got dragged in the mud. Yeah. Uh, and then 90, you know, Tim Burton felt bad for him and then put him in Batman returns. He's yeah. Penguin's father at the very right. beginning. He also, he's done some other uh, movies too. Bobby
0: the Vampire Slayer. He's, he plays yes. a, like a supporting role in, the in the film, there, which at, I like.
1: He's in that mystery men. Um, with That's ben right. Ben Stiller. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he's done some other things. He's, he's, um, He's he's certainly obviously I should tell me this. He's a very he's a very good actor. He's extremely talented. He's a very ta- he's an yeah. incredibly talented performer. Very talented. Uh, but since then, like you know, Pee Wee's had kind of a second life now. People have more understanding about things. Also, time heals all wounds. So there's been a movie, I think, in 2016 or something. Yeah, too? And a, it, like and people like love like to say you yeah. Pee Wee Herman. It's uh, people a lot of people still think of him getting arrested because it was such huge news. That's how it, I thought of him for a while. It but it has kind of it's faded more down. in the background. Yeah. And I think in 20 years it would fade more. Like. No one would think twice about showing this movie, I would hope not, to their kids. No way. But you shouldn't. You should. It's one of the best yeah. kids' movies out. Of- yeah. I, I look forward to one day having a kid to show them this movie. Like
0: this- Kids even today, I think, would be fine watching it. It's fast enough and interesting enough that they would watch it, no problem. I would would hold their I, attention. I hope so. I think so. In other
1: the case, we do E.T. My sister got back to me after, after the one oh, yeah. episode. She's like, I heard the E.T. episode. My kids love E.T. And had a couple other people on Twitter say the same thing. Like, oh, the pacing was fine. Yeah. I didn't hear one person say it wasn't. Peewee, if yeah, if you've shown your kids Peewee, let me know what. Yeah, let us know if you have young kids. Because I curious. think it would
0: be fine. There's a lot going on here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would think so. Yeah, and
0: it's interesting. I would like,
1: think it's more than Peewee. I mean, more than ET, rather. And right, and what like what a cool bike and like yeah, there's just there's a lot a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, I remember being a kid watching. I remember the Simone stuff kind of bored me. Yeah, but that's so short too. It's really everything. I, basically, just ten minute vignettes.
0: Right, that was the thing that impressed me when I was I watched it earlier today actually, but and I was like, Jesus, this is like. It's, it just keeps, you know, I, 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 right. I, I thought I was with these characters a lot longer and probably because a lot of these scenes are so connected in my head. Like I'm used to him. Uh, like I remember so vividly him going through the Hollywood lot with all the shit chasing right. after him and twisted sister there or him jumping into the sky with his bike or yep. like, a, you know, all these things are, or him in the dinosaur with so even that, yes. like I remember him in the d- d- dinosaur yep. watching or large March, like all these things. I just remembered um, large March, by
1: the way, do you know how old she was when she died? She was like sub 50, 37. Oh, is that 36, what it was? <laughs> I think it was the greatest thing. 36 years old. I, I did look at that. one in 37 died in 84. I'm thinking like, wait a second. That woman is no way. 36. She's aged after death. <laughs> <laughs> that always struck me as odd. That is really uh, weird. <laughs> we have to talk to Tim Burton. Uh, uh, not necessarily his whole career, but I do want to talk about him in this movie. Yeah, because it is a fantastic, brilliant job. This movie could have gone bad so many different ways. And the yes. big reason this movie is so good is because this is—I mean—his visuals in this movie are absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah, I, it, it is, and it is, it's—it's so. When you think of Pee-wee, there's so many things you like. You said you just mentioned off the top of your head because there are so many iconic shots in this movie, like right. The job he does here, and you can. It's kind of sad what happens to Burton. His creativity does get tapped, which I yeah. guess maybe happens to to a lot of people. Um, but man, early Tim Burton though, the visuals between scissor awesome. hands. Yep the first two Batman movies, Beetlejuice. Yes. This. And you're like, Holy shit. Like this is some amazing work he's doing here. Yeah. And this is incredible. And there's so many scenes where it's just, it's, there's no dialogue. It's uh, right. It's basically Pee Wee's Buster Keaton. And then you have an amazing Elfman score. And then you have this incredible directing job by Burton. Yes. And that's all it is. Yep. And sometimes Pee Wee's just alone. Like there's shots of like, he just gets his bike stolen and he's watching people have fun on bikes. Now that's probably all it says in this maybe the script does say the bikes heighten or whatever, but like it's probably not much more than that. No, you
0: have to figure it out. You got to figure out what it's gonna look like. Look Are you gonna like, represent
1: and, it and have the timing just yeah. right, and then have the score just right underneath yes. it? like you know, it, it's it's not as easy. It's you know, the it's not as easy as bikes heighten or you know, no. Pee Wee is sad and sees a bunch of people happy on a bike. Like to pull that off is a lot harder than it looks.
0: Right. Favorite scene: pet store. <laughs> it's so much. He's really. just like exasperated, right? Because this pet store is burning down, and he's he's
1: got to go. He's got to go be trying somewhere get, else. He was trying to get away. I, oh, I'm bike. trying to get
0: away, right? And he just says, "Okay, I'll save the dogs." Okay, I'll save. Yeah, the and he finally okay, okay. the snakes. <laughs> <laughs> the snakes uh, and then
1: passes out. My favorite scene is at the end of that movie theater. I, I mean, I just that's a good one. The too. stuff with Morgan Fairchild and the uh, and the like. It's just and then him being him acting. Yeah, is is so is it's pretty funny. is is so brilliant. Yeah. Uh, that is my absolute favorite scene. Um, This is not my favorite Tim Burton movie. No. Um, Well, Batman's probably great. Batman's my favorite. I know I'm probably one in that camp. That's fine. No, it's a great one. Um, Beetlejuice is tremendous. It's better than this. Uh, I think Batman Returns is better than this. Uh, I think Edward Scissorhands is better than this. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Then he kind of dwindles a bit.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. Um, He, uh, yeah, this is his first movie. He's 26 years old.
1: I mean. He's 26 here?
0: 20 fucking six years old.
1: He's almost ageless. Yeah. Like even Paul Rumen's the actor, like he still kind of looks, he looks Paul's 68. Yeah. I mean, he puts the stuff on, you can tell he's older, but he doesn't look like, nah, that he doesn't. much older. Like if you told me he was like 51 now, I'd be like, oh, I kind of buy that. It. Yeah. You know, if I didn't, if I didn't live through the time, you know what I mean? If I was yeah. like, oh yeah. But if you told me he was 35, what I, mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think you were lying either. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's almost this weird, like non aged creature.
0: Yeah. So that, and I did mention uh, right off the top too. This is Elfman's first, and Elfman, I love Danny Elfman's music. He does. I mean, him he has a huge partnership with Burton, so yes. all the stuff you know, Batman, Edward says, all those things you named, he's he's done pretty much. And we talked about him, in the Goodwill Hunting score, how broad his range in but ranges, but this is quintessential. This, when I think of Danny Elfman, I think of this. It's like Simpson. You can tell where the Simpsons came from. It's the same stuff. I also want to. I want to play. Um, this is uh, when Pee Wee first unveils his bike at the beginning of the film very 2001 which you'll
1: hear right light shines i love it it's great uh it's so you know you say that too and obviously i just watched the movie but you could have told me a week ago, remember this scene when Pee-wee sees a bike? And yeah. I hear his score yes. in my head. You know, obviously this movie I've seen a ton in HBO. I kind of grew up with this movie. It was on HBO all the time. And this was one of the movies I really sought out. I think I said on the last episode, like, this, you know, Ghostbusters, Karate Kid, Back to the Future. Yeah. Like, those were my, and maybe Goonies and Gremlins. Like, those are the movies that, like, my favorite movies in the world were those movies at this point in my life. Yeah. And I remember like one of my aunts had this movie on VHS. And like, it was the very first thing I reached for if I went to ask like, hey, can I watch this? And uh, if it was ever on HBO, I'd stop everything to watch it. Like, yeah. it, it just, it was transfixed me. It was, it was just, I was laughing. I thought Pee Wee, like in the motorcycle bar, like even as a kid, you understood like this is a dangerous situation. <laughs> yes. And yet he got out of it by being silly. Like it, it all, it's funny how like it can be entertaining. This is a rare movie that really can truly be entertaining for adults and kids. Yeah. Like adults will find it like, there's a scene when him and the prisoner are, uh, him and the convict are driving, and uh, Pee-wee gets into they, Pee-wee gets into drag, and he he puts the guy in like a beard right. and goatee, Mickey, Mickey, but, yeah, and then you know they get away from the cops, and Mickey immediately takes his beard and goatee off. And Pee-wee's very happy in the dress. Yes. And then Mickey is attracted to Pee-wee. Yes, I and know. He like it's looks. It's with no words, no word explanation. It's not, nothing's frowned upon or, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's. They just
0: sort of checks him out a little bit. Yeah.
1: And seems happy. <laughs> Pee-wee seems happy too. Yes. And like a kid's not going to get that. No. But like the adult would be like, oh, this guy's just got to jail or, you know, or Pee-wee is kind of a, you know, we don't, you know, has some. Is is not is a very effeminate man, so maybe it is. You know, there's, a yeah. of, there's a lot of layers there. Sure. That you can pick apart. It's like, oh, there's, there's a lot of complexity in this movie that a, a eight-year-old wouldn't see. I
0: love how Pee-wee d- will befriend kind of anybody. As yes. long as they're kinda like a decent, they don't he just doesn't judge P- a book by its cover. But, you know, so you've you've got um, you got Mickey here who was a convict. Yeah, but he it's because he tore he tore well, uh, he, Right, but he didn't,
1: though. Like we know he he stabbed people to death. Oh, did we know that? Yeah. Because he's like Cause he's saying, I like, thought he was being serious. No, he's oh, like, he I wasn't got a knife and I was full of rage in. and he sees Peewee get scared. He's like, and I, uh, oh, yeah, he's so I mur- thought he was
0: being serious saying that. I didn't realize no, the
1: car. No, remember the world is real. Like the police have like a checkpoint. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because he's a murderer. Yeah. I guess you're right. Like, he Peewee like Peewee is weird, but he's I just in accepted
0: real- what he told me. I accepted the lie. I wanted to be innocent. Like Peewee damn. So he did stab people. Yeah. He probably, probably should he not probably have to murdered his him. wife or something. Well, what the hell is he treating him like a decent human being? But not not uh, what's his face Francis?
1: Because Francis did stuff to Pee Wee. Yeah, this, you're right. Pee Wee will treat you nice unless you hurt him. That's true. Um, you know, so Pee, but also Pee Wee does believe that he did. Destroy. Oh, right. So yeah, Pee Wee yeah. believes that truth. Okay,
0: I'm gonna believe that truth not, too. Then Pee Wee
1: and Matt believe this. Yeah, I'm gonna see but things through Pee Wee's eyes. other adults out there that have <laughs> more sophistication know that it's not what happened. <laughs> of, course, of course, you it. Unbelievable. i want to ask you this question. Jesus. Do you think Bart
0: Simpson is a meaner Pee-wee Herman? No. You don't think they're similar? No,
1: no connection. Interesting.
0: No. Okay. I thought they were a little similar. I don't
1: at all. Fine. Uh yeah, I think very different uh characters and I mean P- Bart's wees just He's a mischievous kid. Like he's 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 a he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, a hard to handle kid. Like Pee-wee's an adult that Oh, is Pee-wee would be childhood. a hard to handle kid too. It's just I don't know. A, I mean Pee-wee is a kid. Wee is a kid yeah i guess the whole thing is like we don't really under i guess we don't really know yeah
0: but he's so rambunctious and exuberant and all over the place too i would think that but if he, he would- was
1: eight maybe he wouldn't be so bad like like if you you know what i mean if you if that the reason is so out of place is because he's an adult yeah but is he or whatever he is right i mean <laughs> like I said, he doesn't have a job but he has his own house yeah i mean uh, but it, it, yeah it's kind of like that you know the debate and stand by me like you know if, Pudo's a dog, but Goofy wears pants. Like, Mm. but they're both dogs. Like, I don't really, you know, and it's kind of like, I guess do you spend a lot of time unpacking it or just kind of sit back and enjoy it? But I guess you accept it. I guess so. mean it I'm not, I I. wish there was a backstory to Pee-wee, but then I wish there wasn't. But, I mean, if we're going to be really fair and critical here, there probably should be. I mean, it's, it's asking a lot of the audience to just simply just accept someone to behave like this with no real explanation. I
0: don't remember enough about the show or uh, Pee-wee's Big Top. Do they ever... Big Top dealt- pee Oh, sorry, Big Top. Uh, I don't Pee-wee.
1: remember either. I, I don't yeah. remember. But, I mean, just take this movie on its face back. Right. I mean, you know, regardless of the other movies or stuff that came beforehand.
0: Oh, no, I think it's harder to accept the more you know him. Like, you know, season two, you might want to you might need some more backstory to accept it. But in this movie, I, I find that it's totally fine. Imagine
1: fun. if you didn't know PeeWee. It's yeah. 1985. You yeah. bring your kids to the movie theaters, and you sit down and you watch that opening scene. You're like, like what the what fuck the- is this guy's story? Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, people enjoyed it. It wasn't a huge hit, but it definitely was a modest hit that then grew a real cult following. And then right. once PeeWee's uh, Playhouse came in, but a lot of people hated Pee Wee. Like this got a lot of incredibly negative reviews. Did it really? Yeah. So some people hate oh, I saw Siskel
0: thought it sucked. He's like, yes. you can deal with Pee-Wee in small. One
1: of the ten worst films of the year. Like, yeah. He just didn't quite get it. And I understand. I could I can understand how someone would find this movie to be like abhorrent. Right. Like I, I get it. Like I really do. I love this movie. I just love like it. I used to love this movie. I enjoy this movie quite a bit as an adult. Yeah. I would be happy to show this movie to my kid. I hope my kid loves it. Yeah. Um, but like I can understand how someone, especially if you didn't grow up with him, imagine me. Imagine you're Cisco. You're like 45. Like what is what the fuck
0: is this? this thing? Yeah, right. I could see that. Yeah, we had the benefit of seeing it as kids. Like he's so really annoying.
1: If he, you don't, if you didn't grow up, like he's really. Oh irritating. yeah, because it's
0: this, it's the like the the um you know the talk. I know you are, but what am I like that shit? Like talk the the way yeah. the kids would sort of right. kind of one up each other a little bit. That that would be.
1: I don't make monkeys. I yeah. just tried him.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: all I said. Right. It's really annoying. Uh, but but it's funny like it's funny though if you look at the the other brilliance around the film. Sure. The thing is that Pee Wee's the outlier. Like this this movie is um, taking the plot of a movie called Bicycle Thieves. Yeah, um, which is a night I've never seen it in the late forties. It. But it's a very uh, a lot of like, true like film geeks who love foreign films a lot more than I do. You say this movie is like one of the turning points in film. Is that when movies got a bit darker, had a bit more like story, the plots got a little, a little more complex. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the great classic films. Of the movie called Bicycle Thieves. And this movie kind of takes that and it becomes kind of like a, not the anti movie, but it also kind of does like a, a a bit of a spin on movies itself. I mean, the end of the movie ends with him going through Warner Brothers a lot, right? Like all these other movies that they're kind of going through and ends with, you know, a movie about Pee Wee, a fake movie. So um, this movie loves movies and there's a lot of brilliance going on that if you just let yourself be annoyed by Pee Wee, you're going to miss all the rest of the great stuff. Yeah, and I think Cisco missed the rest he of the great it. stuff.
0: Yeah, because even Ebert later on he didn't review it, but said it's like one of his guilty pleasures.
1: Yeah, I guess it wasn't like a written review of it. I don't know if he covered it on the show or not. Um, it's hard to find that stuff, but yeah, there yeah. wasn't a true written review of it. Um, um, which is unfortunate because, and this just shows you how when this movie came out. It wasn't like a must see. No, it wasn't. It was just like another movie that came out, and then um, it it built and, and grew and grew and grew. I mean, now Pee Wee's Big Adventure is one of the most famous movies of the '80s. Yes, yeah. which, which which when it came out would have been a hard thing to believe.
0: Yeah. I don't want to believe that no. in 1985,
1: like, you know, early 85, this would have been one of the most iconic films of the decade.
0: So, back to back, we've done movies that uh, a
1: family can watch together. Yeah. Which two, I think is
0: interesting because it's, it's, it's harder to find.
1: Two yeah. of the best family movies I've ever seen yeah. are Back to the Future and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And but I'm also saying that incredibly biased. These movies came out exactly when I would enjoy the most. So, right. like, you know, if a movie it was a great family movie came out in 2006 or 2009, would I appreciate as much and like there's probably no chance. I might even maybe I would even shit on it. I don't know. Maybe. I mean we saw we did the album The Chipmunks. But like that's not That's a, not for an adult. That, that is movie. not I mean Best Future got nominated for an Oscar. This movie yeah. is visually brilliant. Yeah.
0: Um with amazing acting.
1: Yeah. Pee- there is Wee. some amazing acting Pee- in it. Uh, he's even, Rubens is amazing. Even yes, Paul Rubens is great. Um any of the characters are good. They're okay. They do a good job. They hold their own with Pee Wee. They do okay. Yeah, they do. I mean Jan Hooks is in it. I know she's so great. I know another know absolutely brilliant SNL performer. Um, died
0: so young too. Yeah, she was like fifty or something. Yeah, forty-seven, I believe. Oh, she was she? Yeah, yeah, she Jesus. died a few still, years
1: ago. Um, we're one of the absolute best performers in SNL. If I had an SNL Dreamcast, sixteen people. Yeah, Dreamcast, uh, which is a fun game to play if you were kind of bored on a road trip. Uh, Phil Hartman's in there. Yeah, Jan Hooks is in there. Yeah. Both in this movie. Yeah, um, two of the absolute greatest SNL performers ever. Uh, I like the movie light. I give it a B plus. Yeah. B it's great. Anything else the this movie. Nope. Uh, I think we can move on. All right, let's do that. We're going to talk more about grandpa and chill. we awesome. will talk about these guys uh, on, on Wednesday show. Yep. Uh, grandpa and chill, uh, new podcast. It's gaining some momentum. Um, and what it does, it's it's about a grandfather and a grandson that do a podcast together. Yeah. Uh, grandson's down to chill as grandpa and friends. Bridging the gap between millennials and the silent generation. Uh, I think it's great for our show uh, or Orleans because we kind of jump around between eras. Like for exactly. instance, you know, this week, we're 1985 next week. I'll say it right now. We're going to be in 2018. fuck. So there you go. Yes. So we're jumping around too. Just, right. just like these guys. Uh, every episode is filled with in-depth conversations. No topic is off limits. Topics range from silly stories to heartbreaking tales. And they have several call and guests every episode from all around the world. All in an attempt to get people from all different ages and backgrounds to finally just sit down and chill. Uh, Grandpa and chill. So if you're looking to sit back, unwind, have a laugh, possibly a small cry, uh, make sure to check these guys out. Matt and I both both have said before, you know, we would give anything to be able to do a podcast with our grandfathers. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I'd love to be able to talk to him as, uh. as a, like a mature adult. Yeah, I'd love to be able to he's just, he's, he saw so much that I'd love to know. This is a great opportunity for them to do that together.
1: And once they're gone, they're gone. I know, I, know. Like, I, I talk about my grandfather brought me to the VFW to talk with his world war II buddies. And, um, you know, I got to watch some Patriots games with them, yeah. you know, and just the stories they tell were just completely amazing. Amazing. And I, I wish I would give anything to have those on tape. So this guy is so lucky to do that. And you can tell listening to the show, I've listened to a couple episodes. This guy genuinely loves his grandfather. Yeah. It's, it's a really cool uh, relationship. Um, episodes are available Everywhere you want to listen, including Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher, as well as a video version on YouTube. Uh, you can head to the link in our show notes uh, give them a listen today. Uh, Grandpa and Chill. Uh, check them out. Check them out.
0: tell you right now this will hit my top five i'll tell you right now this is the best song i've covered this is not the best song we've covered number one maybe. but this is an awesome song i love this song i so love the song this song is so fucking good it is the rare it's so rare so rare to uh, like to have a song that is super catchy and poppy but still you don't
1: get sick of it uh, it's like, the same thing that's so hard to I'm write like, how am i not sick of this song? so i have 80s mixes in my house i yep. play i've been playing this song constantly in my life more or less for 35 years absolutely not sick of it
0: no, i i don't think i can be ever sick of it and we'll talk we'll talk a little bit about the construction of it um in a minute but but i it's like it's it's there's just a few i mean we talked uh, we talked about modern love is another is a bowie one this this is another uh, boys of summer is a similar one to me oh it's just got that Too same feel down.
1: i do not like boys of summer at all you're kidding me no i do not hate this song
0: oh it's such an awesome song, I hate this song. it has the same feel oh it's
1: so good Nope. It's hate this so, song. I hate the how, remake. Hate it all. How do you hate that song? Oh, no, no, thanks. Pass. God damn it. I do not like that song. And Modern Love is a good your, song. It's not nearly as good as. Funs your pellet, then.
0: <laughs> um, no, they're both, they're all three of those are amazing songs. For very similar ways. They're super poppy, super
1: catchy, and just still beautiful. Like, this the is same in thing. my argument of greatest pop songs ever. I mean, I, you can, yeah. Like, like yes. Like strictly made for pop. Yes. Like, not like, uh, you know, not like I'll your say favorite. This too. Like, Every other song by AHA sucks. Yeah. Awful. Trash. They're I do not, not like anything else they did except for this song is one of my favorite mm-hmm. songs ever.
0: The problem, they're very, and this might come back to haunt me, but they're very Duran Duran to me in their other stuff, and I never liked Duran Duran. I like Duran Duran. Yeah. Not, I mean, Hungry Like the Wolf is okay. Well, that's that's a scenario where it's like one tune is kind of good, but that Hungry Like the Wolf is nowhere near take on me. Nowhere near. I agree near. with that.
1: I like Duran Duran. This big, song, me, no. though, is... This is... 80s pop perfection absolutely not gonna be bad. the video is amazing the song is amazing <laughs> yes i i i watched the video again yes uh, you know I, I always watch the videos for the show i know matt does too yep but like it was a treat like i'm like yeah this is great. Great. It's great. great it's art it's it is it's art. it absolutely is art yeah it's, so, it's crazy that it was, like, what was that steve bannon guy <laughs> yes. the same guy that did teenage Mutant ninja turtles oh i forgot i was trying to place his name yes
0: he did a f- he did billy Jean. Oh, he did Billie Jean.
1: But he did. That's so we right. talk about him actually a little bit. If you go back, one of our older episodes, we did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. He directs that, which is is fine. It's fine. I guess. But like, it's not really interestingly directed. This is like a masterwork.
0: Yeah. It, it like, yeah. And Billy Jean and th- they're both, yes. they're iconic. Like if you had to say top 10 music videos of the eighties, you would put those both in there. Probably. No argument. Yeah. And this
1: might be number one.
0: This might, this
1: might be the most, this might be the best video this ever. This
0: might be number one. This was the second video they did too, by the way. This is the song had some false starts. This is the third mix of it. I saw so they it, released yeah. one in 19, uh, 1984. It charted in, um, in Norway, I think is where they're from. Are they Norwegian or Sweden? Norway. It charted there, but didn't chart really anywhere else. So they remixed it twice. And this is the third version that came out, released in 85. And you know, this was a number, this was number one on the Hot 100 in the United States. It, this did really well in the United States, but it did really, really well worldwide. This album sold 10 million copies worldwide, so it's huge. But it was the third. This is the third mix that came out. Finally, it hit, and this was the second video that was done too. So, the, if you haven't seen it, it's uh, it's a process called rotoscoping, where you're you're taking film, you know, you film something, and then you're drawing over. So I think of the painstaking process to go frame by frame and
1: fucking. If you, like haven't seen, it's it, crazy if you haven't seen do. this, go see it. It's one of the few things that have, have had a billion views on YouTube. It's like six videos have had a billion views. And this like is that. one of them. And this is one of the six. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It, the video, like stop this podcast right now. Go watch it and come back to us because the video is it's incredible. Yeah. And you, like it would be a lot easier.
0: It would still be stunning now. If you used a computer to do it, which you could do, you'd still think it's stunning. But it, what makes it just... It's crazy how... No, but it makes it how... Like, how impossible
1: I, I just to make this thing it's just crazy. So, I don't know, man. I, and so I go back to it with this... I don't know. I hate all the CGI shit, man. Like, you go back to this stuff like in the 70s and early 80s when they used miniatures to do yeah. stuff, and it's so much cooler. that CGI stuff. The CGI stuff gets so outdated so quick where this... Didn't feel outdated no, at all. I mean, it yes, it's, it's an '80s. song. People are dressed in the 80s. I get that, no, but, but you like, could
0: see Kanye doing something like this. It was awesome. Yeah.
1: Like I really, this, this song is, it doesn't get much better than this song. I, I was, I've been listening to this song nonstop the last few days. I've been listening to remakes of it. Yeah. I just enjoying it. The hell out of it. This is, this is such a great song.
0: Such a great song. It is one of the most recognizable songs too. Like er, you, you hear the synth line to start this fucking thing
1: and you know it. Um, it's been used a lot too in media, like commercials and shows and yeah, and stuff.
0: And remakes and uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's, but I think, what do you think? The mo- maybe the most iconic part of
1: though, is the chorus,
0: right? It's this high note, don't you think?
1: Yeah, me, yeah. I mean, it's tough to say it's either that or just, I guess, the beginning of the synth, you know, just the synth or his, or yeah, just that part. Or, I you, you're right. because
0: everybody, like, you know, they try to sing the take on me, like high note. That's the peak of the song. I, it yes. is the peak of the song. Yeah. Um, and I do actually wanted to, I wanted to talk about that okay. a bit. So, uh, this, the singer of this band, Morton Harkett is his name. He was in my top five, uh, rock singers. Was he? Yeah. When we did this way, 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 way was back. It was YouTube show, right? Yeah. No? Way, way back. Yeah. yeah. Um, he is a fucking phenomenal singer. He really is. Huh? He has, uh, I saw on Wikipedia, someone said that he's got a, like a Roy Orbison style voice. And I never thought of it that way before. And I was like, actually, that's kind of a good connection where he's got these beautiful, like high falsettos. Um just a, a very nice melancholy timbre. He's 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 got a really beautiful voice, and he does have a really killer range. Um and you can sort and you can hear that too. And in this this chorus is one of the hardest choruses to sing because of where it starts and where it goes. Here it is. Maybe right? Take up the octave, me on. He's gonna hit another octave. I'll be Now the E above, Right? So that's pretty impressive That's really impressive That's um
1: It's great It's, great. it's so
0: good It's so fucking good
1: It's like such a crazy uh, <sighs> Such a crazy And we all say I, I sang it in the car Like everyone sings that Like we all I'm sure butchered that, that last part pretty good But yeah We all try Everyone tries It's just such a fun singable song
0: So this is where he's going He's starting here On this low A And then And then he goes up the octave and then he goes up again to that's where he ends up. So he goes two and a half octaves up. It's, pretty far. it's now, pretty far. Is
1: that final landing spot rare?
0: No. Um, there are plenty of people who can sing, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a second too. Um, there are plenty of people who can sing that, that, so that vocal. So I think people would hear that song and be like, Oh, that guy's got a big range. He can go a, a long distance. And that is, but it's only two and a half, two and a half octaves. He he can sing probably four octaves, so we can go lower than where we started, and he can go higher than where we ended up. Um, I would say like I can comfortably go three octaves, maybe three and a half octaves if I'm if I'm warmed up. Like I can hit all those notes. I can go lower than he can by or by uh, lower than that by quite a bit. Um, so if he's like down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can get that E, so I can go like a fifth lower than that. He probably can go, I'm sure he can go lower than that too. But so if you start there, I can definitely, and I can hit his not high note that he did, so that's an E, so I can go E to E to E to E, which would be three octaves. I can, and I can do that plus, particularly if I'm warmed up. He could probably go, so maybe I'm like three and a half comfortably, and he probably can go like four octaves. That's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. But it's not the best. Care to, care to guess who, what male vocalist has the best range I didn't, I would, I was like, what I the I don't f-? know. Um, Axl Rose. Oh, I would never guess that. At five and a half octaves. Really? Crazy. That's Mariah Carey territory. That's what she is. So, and, and how it was, Um, it's only what they've put on tape. So they've heard it recorded. Okay. Right. Can hit this note. Can hit. I would know, never guess Axel Rose. Me neither. Because he's got such a grovelly fucking, that's just his affectation. He, um, he has a, he has a big range. Um, Mariah Carey, five and a half. Prince, four and a half. Freddie Mercury four, Jeff Buckley 4 I'm surprised at that Jeff Buckley's got a huge range. Maybe he just can't go quite as low as I thought he can. I love Jeff Buckley. He's one of my favorites, but there's this guy. So the, the, the person who has the world record for largest range, 10 octaves. Oh my God. I'll, I'll tweet out the video of this guy singing. Um, he can go super low, super, super, Why super low. Why is he low. famous? Uh, because it's just a trick. Like, you have to, yeah. you know... I mean, I think he is famous. Like, he's got YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, famous. And, like You know, like, a singer. Yeah, I think, you know, anything that's, like, Guinness World Record, mm-hmm. you famous mm-hmm. is that. Yeah. But 10 fucking octaves is crazy. Uh, Mike Patton um, of uh, Mr. Bungle and of Faith. Faith yeah, Moore, yeah, Another yeah, five yeah. and a half octave guy. I mean, he's, oh, got, a, right. he's got a sick range, yeah. too. Um, but anyway, so, this, so more, you know, Morton, you would think, maybe he does have a really good range, but there are you know, there are people you know, they got another hmm. octave or two above him. Um, but it shouldn't take away from what he can do, which is sing amazing melodies
1: and really high and really low. So
0: um, they did a bond song. I was going to say that too. They've got it socks. It's and I
1: like bond songs. This song is trash. I got it. Oh, 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 Living Daylights. You know, it's funny because you would think usually people do Bond songs are usually a bit more famous. These guys just had the one, or maybe two hits, I guess, and then the other was, was the Sunrise. Uh, song. That was the second on the
0: album. Yeah, yeah I don't that, like but, it. No, um, me neither.
1: but you know, why would you give? Why would you give? The, I know they're trying to. They were trying to do like a because this is Timothy Dalton's first movie. That's right. Yeah, so they were trying to do like a young hip because Roger Moore is older. When was the Living Daylights? So do you remember? Eighty-seven. Okay, so it's not that far off from. Maybe? I mean, yeah,
0: right. You no, know, they would have. They would have been still selling a bunch of records now and on tour,
1: yeah, yeah, I know. But like, you would think they're like someone even bigger than them. Though I mean, they had, they had, yeah, like I'd,
0: get Paul McCartney or get. I mean, well, they probably yeah. already did that. But yeah, uh, I, you know,
1: I would say someone younger. Like I would think like Madonna or like Prince or maybe they said no. Madonna I don't know. wouldn't have
0: been able to do it though. She just doesn't. She's not a good. She's not a good. Like you need someone who could sing well.
1: I, don't know, I mean, it just doesn't
0: quite work as a bond. She doesn't, but you're right. Someone hipper, someone young, someone
1: young and someone hip. hip there's more. Like, Michael
0: Jackson never did one, did he?
1: No, he I think he's probably... He, yeah, I think he's a really little too big. I think you have, yeah, there's maybe. a there's a middle ground there. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um. But you know, I, I don't know. It just it was strange they picked them because they were not like aha. Like it's not even back then. They weren't. Take on me was huge, but huge. It was aha that huge? No, probably not. You know, I mean, they never really. You know, and then they just kind of vanished. Yeah, they did one song that's just amazing. That was. Pretty for me it. that's it I know they had another hit I know but I just don't like that song yeah
0: they, were, they had more hits outside of the United States that was the thing they were charting maybe that's part of it too is yeah. they kind
1: of focused their energies more uh, which makes sense overseas. that's where they were selling
0: records Yeah, but I didn't I don't really like their music either I don't think it's very good I, I listened to you know some other spots in this record and I was like eh, I was like yeah I'm like I'm good okay. but this one is so amazing like fine I'll take it um, and they did win so they won a Grammy uh, they were nominated for two but they won a Grammy best new artist for, oh, uh, right. for this album too
1: that's it, I think. Uh, I think that's it. All right. Personal stories, kind of where we were? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, it's 1985. So, we kind of talked about E.E. stuff before. So, I want to talk about my favorite toys. Because I can guarantee us playing with these toys when I was uh, when I was a kid, when I was five. Yeah. Actually, I, I can tell you right now exactly what my favorite toy was when I was at Sage. So, I loved... Like, this is before Nintendo. Like, I had an Atari 2600. But, like, it's different. It's hard to explain to a kid nowadays. Like, you just, you know... You didn't have YouTube. You didn't have... No, no. So you spent a lot less time behind with the screen. And um, uh, so I would play with action figures a lot. So I had like Star Wars action figures, which yeah. a lot of kids had. And I had some G.I. Joes. Me too. Um, my second favorite toy were the He-Man. Yeah. Did you have the He-Man? I had a bunch of he man like, I had the Castle Grayskull and I had the He-Man and it was really fun. I and had I, He-Man, I had the cat. You had the cat? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, right. I right like that line, that green yeah. line, yeah. So like I, I played with those a lot. My favorite toys by far were um, from Kenner. It was the Superpowers. And they were like uh, Batman, Superman, those kind of toys. Yeah. Um, And they came out with three different series. It was uh, one came out in 84, one came out in 85, one came out in 86. 84 is like your standard, like exactly you spent, like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Lex Luthor, Joker. Like I had, you know, the standard 12. The next 12 were like, Maybe superheroes were a bit more obscure, but not totally. But it's a bit, and then the last one was was definitely kind of kind of rough, 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 rough in But it's cool. Like if you um, if you saved five proofs of purchases, uh, you could mail them in, and they sent you a car. Kent figure oh, really? for free. I the day I got that car. Kent figure was like one of the happiest days of my childhood. Yeah. I was so excited. I, I thought it was so cool. I could mail in something, and I would get something back. And like when you're little, especially back in the '80s and before in the 70s and 60s, I'm sure, like, mail was a big thing. Getting mail was awesome. You know, it was before email. Yeah. Before all that stuff. So getting mail was really exciting for a kid because you'd have magazines come to the house. You'd have, So anything especially for you, like birthday card time, or anything special right. for you was, like, super... And then to have it be, like, a toy that you were excited about getting that finished your collection... Yeah. ...was, like, I cannot emphasize how cool this was. So when you bought these figures in the store, you had the figures, and they would come with a mini comic. Um, the comic was probably the size of maybe like a third of a postcard. They were tiny. The comic was like that big, like a baseball card. It was a baseball card.
0: Was it like one thing per page, like one um, screen per page or was it, or was it small?
1: Uh, no, I think mean, it was like one screen per page, yeah. like one, right. One panel per pa- page. panel. Yeah. And it was like maybe 12 yeah. pages. I think, I mean, maybe there were a couple panels. I don't, I don't remember hundred percent. Um, and so you had that, but the toys were, so I, I so as an adult, <laughs> so I, 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 I don't have my childhood toys anymore. I have some, but not really any, any childhood toys anymore. So as an adult, I'm like, you know what I really love? I love those Kenner's Superpowers toys. I kind of want to see them again. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to look at them again. So I'll go on Amazon every once in a while if I have some extra money. And if someone's under hundred bucks, I'll buy it. That much? A hundred or under. Some are way higher than wow. that. Wow. I won't go over a hundred. Here's my thing, though, is one of my quirks is that I hate used things. I think things smell. I don't like yeah, it. I think yeah, it's yeah. gross, especially if is old. Yep. So I won't ever buy it if it's out of the... It has to be in the package. So then when I get into my house, I open it from the package and I just kind of like, look, so I brought, I have two of them. I brought them here.
0: I know. Show and tell.
1: This is not great uh, audio, but I want to show Matt. Well, should I take it? I can take a picture. It's okay. We can, I'll take a picture of my guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, i have bring him home. But, um, so I brought uh, the two that I have as an adult. I have. They're little. I have flash. Just like maybe three and, and a half inches tall. And I have, um, I think maybe a little bigger than that, right? Yeah. Okay. I have uh, maybe like five inches tall, four inches tall, maybe. Yeah. I have Lex Luthor. And you can see, like, look at the Lex Luthor one. Yeah, Lex is in this. He's, he's got like this, a head dress, right? So this was this was the this is uh, Lex Luthor is all green. He has like kind of pink boots. This was the style of Lex Luthor in the comics at this time, oh, in the eighties. Okay. But
0: he's pulling off the. i pulling uh, off
1: his little shield. He has like a, a fun shield there. It's yeah, like Hard to pull, it's wow. this
0: almost like headdress that comes over his him. chest. And, no, I just kidding. please don't. I break didn't him. break.
1: Uh, I don't like. I don't keep these for any sort of like collector value. I just I just like having these guys. So I put these up. I popped <laughs> up, yeah. That would happen back then. But yeah, you can see, it's like, so look how nice that it is. It's like a plastic shield. Like, check them out, man. Like, they're really detailed. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, There's a lot of texture to this guy. He's got like this, yeah. He's a like a green suit on. And...
1: Like, so the Batman had a cape, had like a cloth cape. Um, the, uh, the, the Robin had a cloth cape. The Joker had like a hammer. Um, so they had some, some cool pieces with them as well. It wasn't just like the figurine, right. which is really cool. Um, and then they each did a special uh, action. So like uh, really? if I squeeze Lex's legs, it's a arm karate chops up. Yeah. And it's supposed to, what they call this like a nuclear, a nuclear punch. I think is what they call it. I don't know if it's that nuclear, um, but flash. If I squeeze his little arms, he runs around. Oh, that's awesome. It's actually Pretty good.
0: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. the th- thumbs down on the, uh, yeah, Lex, the nuclear but, but punch the flash is good. So some something
1: them were better. That was like a uh, Joker had like a hammer and if he squeezes his lace, he'd bring the hammer down pretty hard. It's pretty good. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, you can see the Flash, too. Like, yeah, you know, They're, pretty, they're cool. pretty small. They're, like, probably the size of G.I. Joes, right? Because they could play... Well, He-Man figures were bigger. Oh, I see. Um, but the yeah, G.I. G.I. Joes could bigger. play with these guys, and it wouldn't be weird.
0: Yeah, they are a little... G.I. Joe would be a little bit smaller, but not hugely. Not yeah, usually, I right. guess.
1: Yeah, roughly the same size. That looks good. And, um, you, yeah, aren't they, like, well-made? Yeah. And, um, yeah, so if anyone's looking to get me a Christmas gift, uh, I, I take them... Uh, you need to get them, though, un- unwrapped. Uh, right. I mean, we, no. Right. Like wraps, in, package, you are in the package. It Can't be. Yes. Has no, no stinky
0: uh, secondhand.
1: Right. I don't. I do not like any used. It's also yeah. uh, in my life. I don't like any used. to run around. Right. <laughs> um, like they're just they're, like they're hand painted. They're really well detailed. Yeah. Um. Those are pretty cool. And uh, I just I don't obviously I don't play with them now. <laughs> and I, this probably isn't helping my uh, uh me saying that I'm not a nerd. Um. But I just kind of keep like I would bring to work. I have them sitting in my office. I just like to look at them. Or I'd have them like there'd be like uh in like on my nightstand, my yeah. alarm clock, just to, just to look at them. that's yeah, cool. They're there. I just, I just, I, I, I like just to look at it. They'd be happy um, yeah. because I think of like being a kid um, and, and having them. Um, And yeah, these are the things that made me the happiest. My parents, I I got, I had all of them, uh, all of season series one, all of series two. I didn't have all of series three. They're hard to find because they got less and less popular. So sure. stores wouldn't care. I remember to finish off, Series one, I had to get the penguin. I remember being at a store with my aunt, and I said to my aunt, i like, I have to get this. And my aunt, and uncle, was spoiled me rotten. He's like, no problem. It was like $3. Yeah, like, oh this. my <laughs> God. My mom will pay you back. I'll, I'll do allowances forever. I'll do whatever it takes. I need to have this penguin because it was really hard to find. Sure. I think I was in Massachusetts at the time with her, and it was hard to find in New York for whatever reason. Yeah. I, who knows? But I, I, I had it though. Oh, I was so happy when I finished that, that set. It really made me wow. like, and I played with them constantly. My mom asked, I asked my mom, I'm like, there was a number one toy. I was just, I was constantly upstairs and I would have like fun adventures and I had a Justice League yeah. of America, yep. the, the Batman, uh, he had a Batmobile, right. which is really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and I, I mean, I played with those toys constantly. I mean, those were, those were the toys I played with the most of my entire childhood. There were some cool commercials on YouTube. Maybe we can share some of those too. Oh yeah. Including the commercial about the car, Kent. Uh, they, cool. they have a commercial for that, but I, but if anyone ever played with these, um, it's the, it's the Kenner superpowers. If you had them, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Like please, like shoot me a line. Like I, I'd love to hear like your superpower stories. You know, you probably would have had probably been, I'm guessing, a boy. If you're a girl, they had a Wonder Woman one. But uh, you know, I didn't know any other girls that had any girls that had these. No. But, um, But if you, whoever you are, if you had these. Let me know and let me know which ones you had. I like, don't
0: remember those from from being. A oh kid. no,
1: you don't remember these. Oh, none of your I've, friends had these or anything like that. Maybe they
0: did, but I can't. I don't.
1: I don't think like so. The Batman or no? It doesn't seem no.
0: Uh, more uh, Transformers had a lot yep. of those. Transformers and, and Gobots uh, and Gobots. Yep.
1: Right. So those certainly were were popular. But as yeah. far as figures, like yeah. I remember, like the He-Man ones, and then later right. on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. But those were after. This was eighty four through eighty six. Uh, and if you were a kid around that time, yeah, I, I was curious to see if you ever had seen these before. I, I don't recall them. Maybe, but they I weren't don't as them. popular. I don't, you know, they were nowhere near as popular as He Man. Yeah, so they had the Super Friends cartoon in the seventies and eighties. Yes, wh- uh, which were popular. But this was a different type of thing. So this even had their own uh, VHS tapes. Oh, really? That what they were is they took cartoons made in the 60s and they repurposed them in a VHS packaging huh. and sold them. Or, uh, so, and, or they obviously could have, you go to rental stores and rent them. So I remember I would rent these cartoons quite a bit too growing up. They had a Batman, they had a Superman, uh, they had an uh, Aquaman, yeah. and they had a Superboy, which is funny because they never had a Superboy figure. <laughs> they just had the cartoon rights for free and they probably right. just threw a VHS cover on it. Um, but those are the four cartoons they had as well. Um, but yeah, th- this is before, remember this is before the Tim Burton Batman yep so and this was during the christopher reeve superman for sure but there weren't you know star wars really started this whole figurine thing yeah i know because they were so brilliant with the marketing of that so you know those movies i remember you probably remember that too when we were like four or five those started to die off though because the movies new movies weren't coming out right so you know what do you do next and the next thing for for me were were these um and then you know then then ninja turtles i guess but these were the my favorite toy much i was they're
0: pretty cool if you had to pick a favorite toy, that's not a bad one. No, what was your? Do you have a favorite toy of your childhood? I would say it was prop. It was probably Transformers. I would say right. I used. I had a lot of GI Joe. I had a lot of Star Wars, and then a little bit. You know, I had a lot of like. And then I would do a lot of Lego stuff too.
1: Oh, do Lego! Yep. Yeah, I had some Lego stuff too. The Lego sets now are so much cooler though than we had. Yeah, but like you would just get like a bunch of like blocks, right? And like you make a house or something. You know, you know, I try to do. But now, I mean, now you can do so many cool things. And like,
0: then, but maybe by the time I was like. Eight or nine, it was then a lot of video games. I had Atari, and then I had uh, NES.
1: Yeah, I had, you had the NES. Yeah, yeah right. You had regular Nintendo come out. So right. So think about the timing of this. Eighty six. So like right when this yeah, ended. That's right. when that. And that's kind of when things shifted for me too, as far as stuff. I
0: I think I was maybe five or six when I had the Atari, and then yeah, and then um, the NES was not too. You know, maybe eighty, maybe eighty seven. I got that. Or,
1: or I had something. some of the Star Trek Next Generation figures. See, so you would like those. Did I have those? They were pretty cool, and they were like the same size as these guys, so they could play in the same world. Yeah, I was kind of getting too old for figures at that point, but I, those were the last ones I bought. Right, but they were really well made. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, Jory yeah. had like a oh a the visor. visor, and yeah, they had some cool. I just thought they were, and they had like little phases. Like, they were like really well done. Yeah, um, I've always really been kind of interested in like little worlds, like I talk about using miniatures in movies, or like when I ever see someone has a really cool train set, I get kind of like, oh, that's yeah, really neat, interesting. I don't yeah. know why I like that so much. I, I don't know. Yeah both these movies, both Pee-wee's big adventure and back to the future have scale models of towns. And I, I always think that's kind of neat. Uh, yeah. uh, when they send it, when he's trying to show the, the door and go back, but it gets caught on fire and sets his rags on fire, doc Brown. Right. And then Pee-wee, when he's trying to show an example of the bike getting stolen, it's like this is uh, a yeah. exhibit of the town, but, um, Right on. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Doc's is funny, though, because it's just it's like... He even apologizes for... Listen, I did not have much time... Even if it's <laughs> beautiful, it's like... <laughs> he had like, a couple of days... Yes.
1: like, this is fine. It's still
0: three-dimensional, Doc. He, I mean, you didn't t- paint I never, it. I it's time okay. not have paint it. It's all the scale. <laughs> it's it's right. gorgeous.
1: For I know.
0: It's ridiculous. All right, so we move on to headlines. Uh, sure. Walt Disney World recorded its 200 millionth guest on the 20th. 200 million
1: guests in 85. And I went in Disney 86. World. Disney
0: World. That's right. Yeah. I went in 86. To Florida, right. Um, when did I go? I was in... Six, seven, I was nine, so uh, it was like '87, I think, when I went. Once, I've, I've only gone once. I've been a couple times since then. But...
1: Yeah, yeah, that's so fine. I liked it at the time. I mean, we'll sure we'll have hard takes on Disney eventually.
0: Yes, the Soyuz T14 was I know uh, the Soyuz the, well, Soyuz. I don't know what that means. I'm going to tell you. The Soyuz 214 carried three cosmonauts to Salyut Seven Space Station. He's doing these to fuck It was me. a space... Why a do spa- you, why why did you like space? space? Why do you
1: like it so much? It
0: it comes up as fucking events that happened. Well, you not know want me to talk about shit? Well, what,
1: we already kind of like... What else? Like, have we kind of... Well, this is... A space, we haven't talked dry. about
0: space... Sta- what do you mean? We haven't talked about space stations before. This is the space station that the Russians had right before Mir. In fact, do you, do you know about space station Mir? I know
1: it existed. Know yeah, it
0: existed. It was up there.
1: Yeah. So... <laughs> Great.
0: So this is the last... And how is my life better? This is the last mission before Mir happened. And uh, so... They did. They actually moved some equipment from the Salyut over to the mirror. Yes. And then they shot the Salyut further up into space. Good. As high as anything's ever been before. Oh, wow. To try to prevent it from falling back down to earth, like to time it better. And they fucked up though. It was supposed to go (laughs) into the, it was supposed to, and it ended up coming. There was weird like solar activity then. So it ended up pushing it down faster. It was supposed to end up in the um, Pacific Ocean, but it ended up like over, uh, like pieces of it hit Argentina. So, And that that's kind of how Krista
1: McAuliffe died.
0: That is not how Krista McAuliffe died. She died in The Challenger. Oh, okay. oh, eight, right. Do you oh remember? okay. Do you Were you in class? I remember watching yeah, that class. That was, class. Up. Yeah, was not so fucked up. So fucked up. shocking. Right, not, yeah. Anything else? Any other shitty comments from you as I'm reading these headlines? I just think you find space ones over and over again. Like... That's what's up there. What do you
1: want me to do? Not, uh, like, not a lot of times. You want to talk you. about sports? You are a very hardworking guy. You do a lot. You, you know, you produce a show. You do a lot of. You know, you do a lot of stuff in the show. You I do work, a lot of stuff. you work for the very show. hard in the show, yeah, everything you do is, is usually quite good. These headlines you do are always. I don't think your so, headlines are that that amazing either. I find great. Stuff. Are you shitting me? My headlines are awesome. I do. I my headlines always have cool stories, cool backstories. I mean, I
0: nod my head and smile to make you feel no, okay. That's not true. My the headlines are than years. Whatever. Last is Frank Zappa testified before Congress this week. Um, against, you know, Tipper and uh, her, you know, her parents' music resource of the PMRC group who was trying to put censorship Um Well, Tipper markings. hadn't done the
1: thing yet. This wasn't Tipper yet, right? This was
0: prior to Tipper. No, she he's talking about Tipper in, no. Um, they, she had formed this group, okay. um, the PMRC. It's a 501c, you know, three nonprofit. No members, just founders. So Frank Zappa is getting freaked out because he's trying to figure out because uh, all the people who are, who are the founders of the PMRC are also f- sitting on all these other boards of course. and funneling money into all these weird places. And then so, co- so a bill is starting to come through Congress now to try to force um, labeling on, on, on... Which they got their way. They did. Yep. Which is... Obscenity labelings. Right. On, on, right. It's so fucking stupid. And, and so he's like that it's coming through Congress now and he's testifying to try to squash it because it's also tied to this bill has got a bunch of other junk attached to it, which is getting, giving money to other organizations that these motherfuckers are sitting on boards for. So it's this weird, like money censorship. It was a new tax too on, uh, on recording, um, Something that would have benefited benefited like the re, uh, the recording industry and not like the actual musician. So he's trying to he's like trying to unpack all this shit. It's got all these tentacles everywhere. And he's like, this is this is fascism. This is fucking, you know, this is anti-constitution. Is that um, wrong. No, he's a hundred percent right. Yeah. I I think I mean, had I known, I think I really liked Zappa as a person. If I would have known him,
1: yeah, I mean, he seems
0: like a really uh, awesome guy.
1: Uh, it's really a shame that that you know they brand music, they brand art like that. You yeah, know? I mean. The idea that, you know... And there really was this thought, especially in the early 90s. I mean, I know those labels still exist, I guess, but I don't need to take it as seriously. I mean, our, no, our, our, actually, internet, again, our podcast is a label. And it says it's explicit. We
0: self-label, but, I, you know, I wouldn't... Well, because I,
1: they, they, if, they if we don't, then we get in trouble.
0: Maybe, but I just want the... I want the public to know what they're getting into.
1: Yeah, I guess that's fine. I I guess...
0: I would I, self... I would I would probably tell people, hey, we use explicit language I, just right. to be a friendly if whatever. If people ask me what the show is... But I, would, I don't want some sort of government organization forcing that
1: shit to happen. Fuck that. I, I say our... Podcast
0: is like a, a hard PG thirteen. Yeah, are we an R? I think so. I, if you say fuck fuck twice, right, it's right, right. I guess
1: right, but not by, i but guess no, by cultural standards, I guess more than the R
0: standard. No, I think it's just our language,
1: pretty much. I mean, neat. sometimes
0: it's adult. We're talking about adult themes and stuff, but yeah. I don't think we do it in a way that's um, that would be offensive. Right. I don't feel that way.
1: Well, it's our show. It's so probably probably not right. Other, well, people, other people would be, I guess, right. I don't know.
0: That's because right. they're idiots. I mean, you, no, no, because we approach things with curiosity. Like yes. we want to talk about them, and some people don't like curiosity. So you know, they want. Well, no one know.
1: ever thinks they're being offensive, That's my point.
0: Um. Well, I'm
1: sure certain people, right? Think, but you know, for the different. most part, though. Yeah, but I, I like, no one ever thinks they're the bad guy. Everyone always thinks. You know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah, you know. you're
0: probably right, but we're not. But no, but we we just have intellectual curiosity. We're the good guys, have, right? Right? <laughs> God say, damn see it, how it works? No, but don't you agree that it's not just about that? It's about we have. We have, we're not. No, we're trying to be sensitive to things. Just some of our episodes, we've we've had to talk about yeah. things that have come up. Right, I, and we just I, try I to mean, do I it in a mature me, people curious you, way.
1: People ask me what is the show. I always usually it's like a hard PG thirteen. That way, in case they have a little kids, they don't want to have you know. They yeah, die, yeah, I, yeah, I won't yeah. have my five-year-old here. But some people don't care if they're five-year-old here. Right, it's up to them. I, I don't. I, I'm not good with stuff like that either. I'm not good. No, because you've never had. To, I never worry had about that, right. and you know. But like, yeah, I remember in the early 90s, you have music branded now. And a lot of kids, I remember going to school because they weren't allowed to hear an album because they had this stupid label that, who the hell knows who said it wasn't? It's just like, what are we doing here? Exactly. It's dumb.
0: I, I mean, I don't like it either. I don't like, I just don't, I don't I've, I'm in a voluntary, it's a, if it's a voluntary situation, I'm fine with it. But if it's a, if it's a government mandated forced situation, I don't, because I don't want them to be the arbiters of what is okay art. I don't, right. want, I don't want some bureau, you know, bureaucrat thinking about that. I want the artist to say, hey, listen, you know, they if they want to be free to say, "Hey, this is this is this is what you're going to get when you listen to us," because parents or whatever would be able to say, "Oh, you know what? Uh, Frank Zappa is not telling me whether or not this is appropriate for my kids, so I'm just not going to have my kid listen to it." They can make that choice, right? It's it's very easy to do voluntarily. This, you know, Tipper can go fuck herself. Like this is not something that needed to needed to happen. Um, yeah. So I also I'll tweet out the video of Zappa at Congress. He's quite good. He's very articulate. Yeah. So you know, I, I would encourage you to.
1: So listen to them. Uh, so uh, first off, thanks to our sponsors, uh, Two Tours. Check them out. TwoTours.com. Promo code QW. And Grandpa and Chill. Yep. Check them out. Uh, and we are back uh, uh, on Sunday with Teen Wolf right now. But then we're back next week. We're going to be in 2018. So this is uh challenging for me. This is odd. Uh, this is our first time going uh, anywhere as recent as 20, I think 2013. 2013. Was our absolute most So this is like very recent. Yeah. And then um, the movies, I, I haven't seen any of these movies. So we're going to be hitting the Meg on, seen on Wednesday. Crazy Rich Asians have not seen Saturday. it. On Saturday. Have not, not seen, seen that either. either. And then The Predator, which is the remake of Predator. Um, we're going to hit that on, uh, on the Patreon show. I
0: think I've seen
1: The Predator. Um, so uh, yeah. it's Shane Black directed. it. Shane Black was in the original Predator. And oh, really? He went and directed and he actually helped us uh, document that script too. Oh. And then he uh he was actually in or he directed rather the the remake because right. he had a connection to it. Um so it so it's gonna be the Meg, which I've also never I, mean, I, I, no, I sorry yeah. The Meg, Crazy Rich Asians and uh, The Predator. The, the Predator. Yeah. Right. And that so we'll see. a little strange. We went from doing blockbuster after blockbuster after blockbuster, and next week we have I, I mean I mean I shouldn't say that because um the Meg made half a billion dollars worldwide. Are you kidding me? Yeah.
0: That's fucking shocking to me. People the like Meg, sharks.
1: The Meg made more money overseas than crazy crazy rich Asians did. Really? Yes. That seems, seems odd, right? Odd. I mean, I, I just a, assumed. You mean about the same domestically.
0: I assume that the Meg was like a B movie, kind of. Because like, you, know, you had all the Sharknado stupid stuff, which is obviously spoofy, but I just I put it in that box in my head. Me too. Where I mean, Crazy Rich it, it, Asians? I know people like like I know people who saw that and like and that or got whatever. some award. Class. It did,
1: yeah. So uh, yeah, so it is, it is a little different? we'll, I mean, we'll say I I have no idea. So I'm no going idea. in total blank slate. Uh, but it will be interesting to kind of talk more about things that are happening more recently. I guess It'd be, yeah, be odd. It'd be an interesting week for us. I think unusual. Um, and then obviously check out the movie poll. Yep. Um, we'll have our uh our our playing game Tana with muscles and Super Troopers. <laughs> so a lot going on. So uh, I'll talk to you guys on Sunday. See ya.